Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John and Pastor Ed, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Radio is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John and Pastor Ed on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. This is Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. He's our the treasure, and we got our guest back, Gina. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. We're so glad to have you. And um, for those who um, have never heard our program before, we are Cornerstone Radio. And what do we do here? We break the cycle of homelessness. Well, our mission is to help men and women to gain control of their lives. And tonight's topic will be A Day with Gina. Part two. Part two. Part two. Thank <laughs> you, Ed. Part two. You know, just a review for the people that missed our program last week. We talked about with Gina about clothing, washing, uh, sleep, showers, transportation, cell phones, and employment, if I remember right. And so you were explaining to the audience about how hard it is to get work. It's just not as easy as that because a lot of the identification you don't have. Uh, washing clothes is a big thing because there's not a laundry mat that just does it for free. Um, and clothes, you get them where, you, you know, where I know we go out and we pass out clothes to you. So you were explaining stuff to them. You were explaining that to the audience. And showers was a real big topic, too. So um, keeping one hygiene is really hard out there in the, out there in the streets. So, um, Gina, you know, um, I will go a little bit more later on to that as a review, but um, I'd like to start off the program because I know personally, because I know that we go out and, and, and you get a group together with uh, a lot of the homeless there, and you do a lot of community work that uh, a lot of the people um, out there in the audience don't know about. And so would you I would you want to just tell me a little bit about what you do so they can understand? Yes. Um, I put together, I thought it would be good for us to put back in the community. Um, we went every Wednesday, we would meet at a certain park and we would pick up trash. It was called Trash Day. Um, I started with a couple of people and then we just grew. There would be more people one week. Sometimes it would be two two people. Sometimes it would be a number of people. I think it's best that we give out back to the community to help pick up trash because as as being homeless, a lot of people make trash and it makes it harder for us when we go to seek help or even the community. They don't want us there because they look at us like we're trash, but we're not. I understand. Um, so it's, it's kind of explain. Um, I know that we go out and um, we organize with you on that uh little um, event that we we do every Wednesday and we go out and in the community folks and um, we all get together and we get our trash bags and we have our water and all that and we go around and go through the city picking up trash to um, through with the through the stores the you know the A and B stores which are the box stores and also the convenience stores and uh, I noticed that a lot of the um, owners of the stores would come out and say thank you yes they, they would which was really, I, I thought that was quite interesting. 
Yes, they would. Um, I have this one lady that is in East County that I just thought I would stop by one day because she was picking up trash and she owns a a big supermarket Mm. and a few other things. So I stopped with her and I asked her and she said, yes, that she would be interested and she was going to call us because she wants somebody to pick up the trash on a regular basis. Um, Somebody that can maybe watch the property or because she's not there all the time. Um, It does make a big difference when we go out there and reach out to the community, you know, business owners and stuff. Because especially with you, John, there's, if I was to go do it personally myself, they would turn me down and they would tell me to get out there because a lot of the homeless has made it bad for some of the good homeless. Um, It's really hard out here or out there. Yes, and um, and that's the one thing that I'm glad that you uh, picked a topic on too, you know, telling about that is about how um, others affect, not all of the homeless are, are, you know, are bad, you know, because, uh, you know, it just takes a rotten apple to to make everybody think that everybody's like that. And, and that's how sometimes we do. We put some people like that in the big bunch when we yes. shouldn't be. So I want to make it clear out there, folks, that um, they do give back. Uh, it's not that they are just, um, and excuse me if I say this in a, you know, a harsh way, but I'm not meaning it. They just think that you just want to lay around and, and do drugs and drink alcohol. Um, yes, yes. And they, they do think that, and that's not true all of us are not like that um and it does make it hard for the good ones because we don't get no help at all one one person that's bad turns it all bad for all of us yes you know um ed uh i mean excuse me blaine i'd like to go ahead and um i just um like to i got a scripture i'd like to read here um but i'll i'll go ahead and leave that a little later but i'd like to like you to go ahead and bring your question up to gina because i know you got a great one there you know, you're right, John. I, I, I can't wait to ask this question. Um, as Gina just explained that those that are on the streets, they have different circumstances. Um, they have different values. Um, it's different. And, and, and you are correct, as, as we know. It's great to have you here because you know. And we all want to know a little bit more, and I know our audience does. But um, the question I have is you know so many people out there um, is how many people that you know would be interested in housing if, say, a ministry like this could could provide something that like that for them? I mean, could you? I know there's about 40 to 50 people out there in East County that can really, really use this program. Um, all we need is a chance. I would have never thought it was that big, you guys. I, I, I talked to Gina and said, do you have five or ten friends that would be <laughs> like-minded? Yeah. You know, I mean, just being like-minded and just, um, but but you know that many people. There's that many people, and there's a lot of them. Everybody deserves a chance. We get as many chances as possible. God gives us many chances. He as, sure does. Yes, he does. So maybe the community can just help us, um, give us a chance to either find somewhere, um, a property or a building or something that can help us get off the streets. Um, all programs are not for everybody. You know, some people have mental health. They're not suitable for programs like just regular, like myself. Or And it's just, it, it gets very frustrating. And a lot of us want to give up because there's nothing out there for us. Hmm. Okay, and I know that, um, I, I know for John and Ed and myself and the, the ministry team that we get to work with, you know, our heart is to someday, Lord willing, we could provide a place Yes. For you and those that have a desire to get out of your circumstances, 
get into a safe place and praise God. We have been, you guys, this ministry has been able, I thought it was in the 70s and 80s, and it's in the 170s, or, you know, for people to actually find some temporary housing and at least get a break in life. But I know that, um, I know for us, we would we would love, again, someday, Lord willing to, to kind of set up, and maybe we can share that, you guys, someday, is what would that program look like? What would what would the program that's been on your heart and mine, what would that program look like so it would accommodate those that want to get off the streets, get their lives better, hopefully have a better way. Hopefully, you know, we want them to stay clean and we want them to just be really close to Jesus through studies. Absolutely. And, you know, it's uh, we do have the staff that would um, we, we get mentioned quite a bit, you know, if. You get a place to house the homeless. We will be there to staff the program. And it's it's amazing how God uh, puts on people's heart to help the homeless in need. So the staff is there. We just don't have a building. And, and um, that's been a part of our prayer. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, Blaine. Well, and I, I know we're all for that. And even just having Gina here, and, and we talked about your life being changed, though, so you've, you've just got a good heart out there. And um, and, and we've talked about, you know, we have a relationship with so many and, and so many friends that are looking. And, you know, a lot of times we get here, guys, and, 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 and we're just so thankful that we now get to be the voice of Cornerstone. Um, but some of the, the men and the women that serve every week are really, really loving those around them. And I can I, can I share scripture? Oh, absolutely. And, and I know you've got one, but this, I mean, listen to this. This is... Um, First Thessalonians, it's, it's 5.11. It says, therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as you also are doing. You know, we all need to be, I don't care if you're living in a mansion. I don't care if you're on the streets. The word just tells us to comfort each other, edify. We all need to encourage one another. Yes. And man, oh man, that's what we want to do with these folks. You know, Ed, that's how the Holy Spirit works. Um, I mean, excuse me, Blaine, that's how the Holy Spirit works because— the scripture that you got, um, God put on my heart, and it's so funny how this happens on Second oh, Corinthians uh, chapter 1, uh, verses 3 to 5, how the NIV I'll be reading out of, but you were talking about comfort, and, um, and it says here, praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. Mm. So, um, you know, there's, you know, there, and, and, um, and, you know, and, and it just, it, you know, number five would just say for just as the suffering of Christ flowed over into our lives. So, um, you know, it just shows how the Holy Spirit works on that. Cause, uh, it's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Gina, I'm going to kind of answer Blaine's question of what we have in mind on what we'd like to do, but, you, from a different perspective, anytime you want to jump in and add something, feel free to do it. I want to start with uh, Romans chapter 15, verse 2. It says, we should help others do what is right and build them up in the Lord. That's one of our first uh, things that we want to do is help build them up in the Lord. And when we go to, uh, hold on, let me find here, Matthew, uh, you're all familiar with it, Matthew 28, uh, 19 and 20. Uh, 19, we all know, says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And that's what we do go and make make uh, uh, disciples. 
But the next one is where we want to pick up on our program, and it says, teach these new disciples to obey your commands. Mm-hmm. And that's what we look at as, uh, as we look at getting our own facilities. Now, there's a lot of good programs out there. There's just one problem. People go into a program for three or four months, and they beat their addictions. They, they come out clean and, and uh, free from all the, uh, the things that have drawn them into the street in the first place, except for one thing. They go right back on the street with the temptation and the hopelessness. What we want to do is take that next step. We want people, when they come into our programs, is at the end of three months, their their recovery from their addiction is not the end. It's just the beginning. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. And we want to take them into a lot of different areas, depending on the individual. We're kind of, what, what I think we've talked about is kind of customizing programs for individuals. Some are going to need education. We want to see them get into some of these schools. Uh, there's ROP. There's a lot of places we Absolutely. can get them into. Yes. Uh, the second thing we want to do is is make uh, make sure they have money, so that as they get jobs and they save their money up, we, our our goal is to allow them to get the money to be able to get an apartment and begin to build their own life back. But I think one of the most important things of the program that we've been looking at is that it doesn't end there. Now, this is kind of where you might want to comment because what we're looking at is being able to counsel them even though they're not in the programs. In other words, a lifelong association with people who we have taken off the street and got into jobs. We want to be able to counsel them and help them when these temptations come up. We can do that as long as you don't give up on them. Be there for them. Um, Be in, in a program and out back on the streets with that Temptation, to me, that's um, a setup for failure because they need more than three months. Sometimes it takes a person a year, two years to even get that addiction out of their life. And I don't think anybody Mm -hmm. understands that. Everybody's different. Um, We just just need a chance. Um, All those programs are wonderful, but you need a lot more outside help. And with God's help, anything's possible. Yes, they need they need the next step. They need support when they get out, yes, and that's they what do. we're offering is the support when yes. they get done with the program. We still need to support them because if we don't, they're going to go back where they left off. Absolutely, and that's just that's not what we want to. We need to end this homelessness because it's it's getting out of hand. It's crazy. Um, sometimes I get lost for words. Something's got to change to end our homelessness. Right. And that's why we talk about breaking this cycle, cycle of homelessness. Yes. Because if you're taking them out, you're getting them straight, and then you're putting them right back in that same situation, you're not breaking the cycle. You're just letting them be, you're leaving them there where they left off at. Absolutely. And that's and not it, what I, we want because they're going to continue being homeless, and it's going to keep growing and growing unless we change and break that right. cycle. And, and that's one of the things that brings on the hopelessness. So many of these people go into programs, they get, they recover They're back on the street, they're back on the drugs, they're back on the alcohol, and pretty soon even the programs don't mean much. And that's true. One of of the things I've noticed in the last uh, couple of months, uh, let let me kind of explain how we pray for people out there. Uh, When when we, we ask people if they want prayer, if they say yes, first thing we get is their name, 
Second thing we get is what they want us to pray for, and we mm-hmm. make it very personal mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. So they know that we're concerned about them, and the prayer is strictly for them. And and we try to stay away from kind of the general terms, God bless their day. No, God protect them out there where they're at night. God mm-hmm. protect them where there's danger around. Those mm-hmm. kind of prayers are what we try to pray for them. But I've noticed uh, in about the last couple of months, the number of people that have come up and asked for prayer to get off of the drugs. Yes. It's been kind of a surprise. And, and what's and even more growing. surprising, mm-hmm. what's more surprising is when we say, well, can we get you into a program? No, I've been there. I've done that. And that's where we're looking at what we're going to do is carry on the next step. Um, so they, they need help in that, in getting beyond that uh, recovery. Uh, so, uh, again, that's what that's what we're program looking for. But to do that, we need facilities, <laughs> and we need donations. We need things to help us to get people into that position where they can get independent again. Mm-hmm. And um, in all honesty, we're not having a lot of success right now with some of the uh, government entities that are, are that are putting the money out there. So if you can help. Boy, would we be glad to take a piece of property <laughs> that you yeah. might have laying around somewhere, uh, you know, buildings, whatever you got that we can use. Uh, I just want you to know that it's we don't make any profit off of this. Everything we get goes into helping these people and get them off the street. And you will notice a difference if anybody gives us, gives us that opportunity. In East County, we have nothing out there to help us, no shelters, no showers. We have food. Very, very few clothing, except for John Simon. He comes out there and, you know, helps us on the weekends every Saturday with food and clothing. But um, we we just need us even no property, just, I mean, no building. We just need a piece of property where we can pull these people and they can sleep comfortably and don't have to worry about other people stealing their stuff or the cops taking our stuff because we abandon it. So for there, if it's abandoned, we can't go out and find a job. We don't have no showers. So how are we going to get a job? Um, all we need is a chance, you know. We Like people are going to the restroom out there. We have no private, we have no bathrooms available to us. Every restaurant or everyone, no, pri- no, not welcome to the public. So what are you to do? People are going to the restrooms in front of jobs. or, And that's where if you can help us out there and let us, you know, have a chance, we will make a difference. I promise that. And God's help, we will make a big difference. You will notice a, less trash. You know, Gina, not to interrupt, I'm sorry, um, but um, just, you know, just let the audience know. I know that, um, uh, folks, when we're out there uh, passing out food and clothing and um, sharing with prayer and just giving that hope uh, to these individuals, but um, we deal a lot um, over the years that we've been out there, and um, I, we do get uh, them coming up and asking man, when are you going to get a place so we can come in? And I say, well, well I can get you into another program. And, and that's what I hear. It's like, um, it's amazing. I've been to that program once or twice or three times, even up to four to five times. It's amazing how you hear that. And, um, and, but um, it just does not just the right program for them. And that's the thing with us. I know cause we, I put, a, we put a lot of people into programs and through the courts and that, and, and it's, you have to get them the right program for them to be successful. Mm-hmm. And Gina, I know that you um, were sharing with me, would you, um, I, I, you know, cause I know a lot of the homeless really talk to you and you do a lot for them out there. And 
you know a lot of you know the majority of I know you you know the majority of them out there. Would you exp- um, tell them what they say to you about if we had a place that we can get? They ask us if we're going to be like if Cornerstone is going to be like the rest of the programs and offer them things that that don't follow through because they've been to these programs over and over and they just put them right back after they finish their program. Is John going to be like the rest of them and just leave us false hopes or false promises? And I'm like, no, we just need a building or we need a piece of property where we can go and show that we can really do this with God's help. But if we don't have any of that to help us, then it's it's not going to help us break our cycle of homelessness. Do you know how many would, would be willing to come to the program? There's about 40 or 50 out there, John. So you know that that many. Wow. Uh uh, it just shows that um, what um, I know that uh, we're hurting on um, shelters and that and that's been one of the topics uh, throughout the, you know, from, you know, throughout the community that we need more shelters um, and that. So um, if God willing and if it's got, you know, we would really love to do that for you. So um, if anybody's out there that would like to help us out, like what Ed was talking about and getting, helping us get a building or um, to sponsor us, we would really, really appreciate that. Uh, Gina, you know, um, I would just like to let you do a little review. I know that we went over showers and all that last week. Is there anything that God has really put on your heart that you really want to tell the the audience? Everybody deserves a chance. Um, if anybody's out there that can help us with either a piece of property, a building, us that are homeless or willing to go out there and give back to the community so we could get something. We just need us. We could show you. Can we, you know, just give us a chance and we'll prove to you. But um, I know God's got a plan for us and we're not going to give up. The ones that are left out there that are homeless up behind me, we're going to stand together and I hope somebody will help us out there. Um, I know a lot of you have God in your heart, so God work with them. Talk to them so they can come out and, Maybe we'll have something so we can show and maybe we could break our cycle of being homeless because I know I'm tired of it out there. Gotcha. You know, Blaine, would you like to add anything in to this? You know, as I've been uh, just listening, I love being here with you guys. And I'm so happy you're here, Gina, because you are opening up not only, yeah, we've been watching and seeing for years and years, but again, for our audience, you're giving them such an awareness of the reality of, even over these microphones, they can hear your heart. They know, you know, what you're saying is to be true. I just wanted to add, and the things that you've said about that many people that would love to at least have that chance to see what we could do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this isn't our first week. We've been doing this for years and years, and we've been, Lord, God has blessed us to just be faithful, to just keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. And I, a quick little story about, uh, I'll, I'll say, um, about Johnny. You know, I won't say, it, not the Johnny we all talked about, another Johnny. He, he did go through three or four. Are you talking about Johnny Run? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you know, he did go through three or four rehabs, um, but he got clear, he got clean, and he stayed in the Word, and he, he became born again. He got a job. He's, he's, he's living life. He's he's uh, he came last Saturday. Yes, um, he's out there. But you know what? They all everybody's different. Mm-hmm. We all need a chance. And with that scripture we read earlier, we just we need to comfort each other, encourage one another, and 
God can do all things is what we talked about last week, through Christ who strengthens us. Absolutely. And, you know, time is already running out, and it got to just go so fast. But, Gina, I just want to tell you thank you so much for um, letting us all know what it's like to be a day out with Gina on the streets. Thank you. Um, We all needed this. Um, I just want to give a shout-out to Pastor Steve Forsythe from the Elkhorn Westland Church for um, helping us do the outreach out there. And I would like to say thank you to Goodwill for partnershiping within us and helping us with the clothing. And also with Javier from Sombreros, um, Sombreros for um, passing out and giving us burritos to pass out to them too. So, um, folks, if you would love to, uh, we would love you to help us. If you would, you can give us a call at 619-715-6915. You can leave a message if you uh, don't get in contact with anybody. Or you can go on to cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org, and um, donations could be accepted there. But um, like Gina says, um, if we would have the facilities, we would be more than happy to take in uh, the needy. So, folks, I just want to thank you for being with us tonight. I hope that God will always bless you, and please help us to break the cycle of homelessness. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John and Pastor Ed, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and will remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John and Pastor Ed here on K-Praise.